0: You're listening to Stuff Weekly, episode 542, The mini Crimes of Ted Mosby. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Stuff Weekly, the show where we take a random theme and give it a shot every week. I'm Cody Coleman, head administrator of the EDOC NameLock Interact Network, and with me as always is the suited up Ms. Nikki Wright. Welcome, Nikki.
1: Thank you. I'm so glad to be here, and I feel like I'm looking pretty dapper. I think
0: so, too. You really can uh, pull that off, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah. Whatever you're imagining, listener, it's definitely more than that. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> definitely more impressive. Right on. Uh, also with us, we have an all-around funny guy, and a guy who stole a blue instrument from a restaurant for you, but decided it would look better on his wall, Mr. Matt Crua.
2: Thank you. Yeah. I was like, oh wow, a blue uh, scapula. I gotta have that.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. I gotta get that. Yeah. There was a there was a
2: doctor's convention. And they, yeah, and I sold that instrument. Is that weird? I don't think that's weird.
3: <laughs> no. That's no very natural I, no, that's,
2: you know uh... most
3: natural of natural naturals.
1: Y'all, so does, natural.
2: does not everybody own a, a scapula? No. I,
1: I mean, I haven't been to a convention where I can steal one, so. Wow. Um, well, I'm,
2: yeah, you're missing out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah.
0: I'm not going to settle for anything less than a blue scapula. And, you know, the, right. you can't yes, just get that in a store. A, that's
1: a bone. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. it's an
0: instrument of destruction that, <laughs> that was posted <laughs> on the wall. It.
1: I mean, technically, I do have one. Uh,
0: the, yeah. Well, yeah, I suppose so. Uh, <laughs> I have two of them uh also with us we have a great lady and uh just just an all-around wonderful person ms amber wait for it lee welcome Amby.
3: yes hello
0: so uh we're all back together again and uh you know uh, the the listeners i don't know you guys if you guys know this yep. but the listeners they can go find this episode and all the past episodes over at wineinteractive.com they can also subscribe to us pretty much anywhere you can get your podcasts so uh whoa that's yeah. pretty cool right, right? yeah you know
1: it'd be cool if they were to like <laughs> Give us five stars on your preferred podcast. I like
2: climate. that. Sure, yeah. I like what you just said. That's yeah. that's cool and good. That, yes. is, that is a pretty great awesome. way. Yeah. Like, yeah. if yeah.
0: you love us, give us five stars and tell us how much you love us. If you hate us, give us Do it anyway. five, five stars, stars. I hear that giving us five us stars
1: to tell us that you hate us actually makes us see the review first. Right.
2: It does. Yeah. Yes. yeah. So mm-hmm. if you want to let you us know. You right to the top and you can be like. Ooh, these guys in their podcast—it's so bad. And then parentheses ass because you wanted to call it ass too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you mm-hmm. just yeah. say it's so bad parentheses ass, <laughs> and we'll be like, yeah, oh, he got us good. Oh fuck! You, oh. use your fucklestein sixty nine. I <laughs> hope that he doesn't do it again under a different account. Yeah, it
1: would be really bad if if you hate our show and like you just drowned us out with five star reviews saying how badly we suck mm-hmm
0: well now that we know that, that would
1: really show us a thing or two. it really I'm shaking would.
0: in my i'm shaking in my boots i'm gonna yeah, cry the after same. the show honestly i just out I'm of crying fear. now yeah <laughs> yeah uh so yeah um also like i said at the beginning of the episode uh we yeah. you know I,
3: I have a i have a, a question you have a question i have, a, I, have a, I have a request for you for you guys sure um we this do was this. a really rough rough week at work for me, and I could really use some like rage venting. Do you have anything that would make me rage tonight?
2: Oh, I do. Yeah, Mike's hard lemonade. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah,
0: that'll do it. Um, also-
1: I can only rage so many times a day, and I've saved it up for this episode. Yep.
0: Yeah. So we're going to help yeah, you rage sense. with this episode. <laughs> Cause uh yeah, like I said at the beginning of uh of of everything, the uh we take a different theme, and this week we decided to use our platform to uh let you know that How I Met Your Mother is a bad show. <laughs> oh, so bad! M- wait, it is? Yeah, oh, whew, yeah.
1: I was I, I was fooled I too.
0: Really good. I did as well, and then the rest of it happened. And mm. So, we're gonna go over the different elements of the show, the promise that the show had, and, uh, you know, talk about how it squandered all of it. So uh, if you love how I met your mother, I'm sorry. Um, but you're wrong we, we did too at yeah. one point we, we did, did as well and,
1: you know we learned we and learned maybe you'll learn something today maybe <laughs> yeah
0: maybe so Um, you know and maybe you'll love it more just based on how much you hate us and how much we hate it so go leave five In stars which case,
3: we would like to give you a five star review and tell you how much we hate
0: you absolutely yes yeah. so yeah. just let us know your yeah. podcast and we will ignore <laughs> it so um let's uh let's just get into it right so what just for those who are uninitiated and in which case i don't know why they're listening to this particular episode but for the uninitiated what was how i met your mother and what was it about
2: uh bob saget mm-hmm. talking to his kids mm-hmm. for eight years yes absolutely. about the same story hmm it was that's, that's it right
0: pretty much yeah it was a story about a character named Ted Mosby, who was, uh, whose future version was played by Bob Saget, telling his children the story of how he met their mother. However, that would be a really short story if he only told that part of it. So he told all of the things he needed to tell in order to get to the point of the person that he was so that he could meet and marry their uh, their mother and 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 birth to children with her, um, right. so that was the premise. Uh, there were a lot of characters. There was uh, Ted Mosby, who was an mm-hmm. architect, and um, you know, he's projected to be the protagonist and like the guy you're supposed to root for.
2: Well, I mean, he's he's. You know he is. He's the central well, let's, character. Let's, let's go in with no bias, okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. You give me, give me no negativity here on the premise. No negativity. Not yet.
0: Okay.
3: Yeah, it'll come later. Okay.
0: So there's Ted Mosby, the architect, uh, really wanting to find the love of his life to right. sit down and marry, and like that's his main goal in life, right? Right. Then there were his uh, two best friends from college. There was uh, Marshall, whose last name escapes me. Um, um, what is his last name? God, I can't remember. Yeah, I fucking S- can't either. Uh, Nikki, you watched it too.
1: Yeah, uh, you asked and um, I was like, oh yeah, obviously his last name is... Uh,
0: Not important. Uh, Marshall.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> who, Mathers. Uh, yeah, Marshall yeah. Mathers. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's the name I came up with. <laughs> yeah.
0: He's trying to become Erickson, Erickson. That's That's right. right.
3: Oh, now that you say it, I remember it. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So he's trying to become uh, an environmental lawyer and to do uh, to be a lawyer that does good in the world. Uh, And his wife, Lily, who um, is a kindergarten teacher and uh, Ted Marshall and Lily all live together in one apartment. Um, and then there is Barney, who, uh, Ted has also known for a long time, uh, but not as long as the other two. And Barney, um, just wants to sleep with as many women as possible, regardless of how he has to get to that point. And he wears a suit all the time. Um, even to bed, even to bed. He has a pajama suit that he wears to bed and, uh, it's, it's pretty good. He don't, he won't wear a suit to a funeral. That is one thing that he has said because suits are made for joy and for the living. So fuck dead people. Um, <laughs> and really? then there is the very first person that Ted dates in the very first episode of the show, Robin, who uh, proceeds to may be a part of the show for the rest of its run. Right. Um, whereas everyone else Ted dates spoiler alert, uh, he dates more than one person. Um, does not stick in the show. So Robin's the one that gets gets a pass, I suppose. And that's really the premise: just these people trying to help Ted, I guess, uh, get married and have the two future children.
2: Yeah, I mean, if I, I well, I mean, they don't. It's not like you know what we got to get Ted. Paired off with somebody so he can have two kids in the future. For sure, like yeah. That's, that's no. a weird way to state. that. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> we've traveled back in time, <laughs> and we've got to get this dude laid. Absolutely, yeah. How I fucked your mother. That sounds like the porno parody. It does. Um,
3: I'm sure there is one.
2: Oh, I know there is one. I'm, I'm like, I would, I would bet money. Um, there also I... were the two kids that
0: played his children that they filmed right. the entirety of their stuff in the first year. And then never filmed anything again. <laughs> right.
3: Except for the ad going into the last season.
0: Did they? Did they film that? The ad?
3: Yeah. They filmed an ad going into the last season uh, that was promoting the last season where they cut to the actors as they were years later and they're basically like, oh, do you want me to finish the story? And they're like, yes! We've been sitting on this sofa for eight <laughs> years! I haven't seen any other girl other than my sister for eight years! Okay. And I'm starting I to forgot feel about weird. That. <laughs> yeah, that was creepy.
2: Okay. So. Yeah. There's your So it's, it's, it's a pretty, like, I don't know. I think it starts out as a pretty standard you Know what mid 2000 sitcom basically, sure, yes, yeah, yeah, and, and you know, I think it like a lot of mid 2000 sitcoms, um, that don't have a, like a unique premise, um, like because I mean, like, there's so many sitcoms that have you know, it's just friends in the city dating, you know, thanks, Seinfeld. um, right, <laughs> I but like, I think how I met your mother was you know a, a very star very strong with you know some very good repartee some kind of surreal humor at times yeah um and it, it was just it was just very strongly written uh at the very beginning I know there's there's a reason that like people liked the show you know for sure there's a reason yeah. that we liked the show
0: absolutely yeah it, and yeah. it it managed to stay. Uh, somewhat funny for a, a decent amount of time, though, yeah, looking back I, on a few like things, really there were well problems, filmed, you know? Yeah. And, uh, the whole thing takes place in uh, New York, like mm. a lot of these, uh, right. these types of shows. Um, but yeah, so it, it kind of proceeded on the same path, like, uh, Ted and, and Robin ended up breaking up pretty quickly, Um, but, uh, and then he dated multiple other people and Robin dated multiple other people and, um, things went on and then things, you know, eventually started going downhill. But as I was sitting here rethinking about some of the things that were in this, there, there's, there's plenty problems even in the beginning, uh, funny or no, um, that, uh, wouldn't really fly. Um, so do we want to get into now, like some of those uh, earlier problems, uh, sure. Yeah,
2: and, and I think like like it's it's important. I I do think it's important to give some credit and say like I don't think that we noticed these problems. Oh, we did. We were enjoying it.
1: Well, no, of yeah. course. I mean, like you know, the first episode of the show has Ted Mosby saying to Robin, "I think I'm in love with you." Right. And it's, like, shortly into, like, like I think it's a few hours after their first date. And, like, that's a huge red flag. Oh, for um, sure. Yeah. You know, and he whines about how it's weird that you're not allowed to do that. But, no, it's not weird. That's, it's a really creepy thing to tell somebody, I think I'm in love with you and you don't
3: know them. Right. Um, Absolutely. But also. So then, then also, if you think back and you look at it, to be saying that to your kids like this is the story he is telling his children and this is how he is opening up the story he is opening up telling his kids about he told how he told their Aunt Robin that he loves her on their first date
0: yes right
3: and and not only that but like
1: you know the, the date ends and he like waits and he you know steals stuff and like that's that's his in to getting into her apartment after like she tells him like oh I can't sorry we can't go out. Um, And so he comes back and he starts like you know saying all of this stuff about how he's in love with her but then also like he starts lying to her like straight out of the gate. He comes up with like party after party. I think it was like three days in a row of partying or something um, just so that she might show up. He uh, She says she's not looking for a serious relationship he says he's not looking for a serious relationship when like that's his whole thing. Like the whole quirky premise is that he's, you know, he's the one looking for his long-term love and and not a woman. Right. Um and um like it's just also disingenuous and it's painted and originally as like oh, it's such a sweet thing that he would do all of this stuff. Like he breaks into her apartment later in the series um, and has, like, a whole string quartet to kind of call back to the blue French horn thing. That's weird. That's not nice. That's creepy. And this is after she said, like, hey, we're not going to be together. Please stop. We can be good friends, and that's it.
0: This whole and show hated, is kind of like that, right? About yeah, it, not taking th- no for an answer.
1: Correct. Like, the whole thing with Ted is, like, he hears no, and he's like, "But I'm a really nice guy, and like what I want is pure and good and true and honest, and therefore it can't be bad. He is like the ultimate quote, nice guy.".
0: Mm-hmm. And uh, that doesn't really fly so much nowadays. Like there's a lot of things in this show. and and to be fair, a lot of shows of the time and prior that were considered by the media to be romantic. That were, uh, now if you look at it in a modern person's uh, point of view, real
2: creepy. Like, you don't I break mean, it's, into it's someone's fucking apartment, right? It's an almost, like, cartoonish over-dramatization of romance. Yeah. Right? Like, it's it's what a, a 12-year-old thinks is romantic. Yeah.
0: Right.
2: You yeah. know? Um, and, like, y- you grow up and you're like, no, that would be weird if that happened or that would be weird if i did that or that would be weird if i heard about that happening to somebody right. you know yeah um and you know yeah it's it's not just weird it's also like a crime it is yeah lots of theft lots of breaking like, and entering there <laughs> yeah.
1: is an episode sorry i'm like really talking a lot so please just no, do like dude, go say something there's an episode where he uses a matchmaking service mm-hmm. and he gets really upset because his extraordinarily rigid requirements in a partner don't earn him any matches. Um, he sees on like the owner's computer that there is somebody who's who could be a match, but they are partnered with somebody else. And he's like, well, give me her information. And the owner rightfully says, uh, no, I'm not going to do that. And what does he do? He steals that information and then creates a false pre- like pretense to spend time with this person and tries to get her to leave her fiancé for him. That's fucking gross and creepy and weird.
2: Our protagonist, everybody. <laughs> and again, also a crime. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. We, we we mustn't forget the crimes, um, <laughs> the and,
1: many crimes of Ted Mosby, right?
2: And like, on top of all that, you know, as Ambi has pointed out, he's telling his kids this. Yeah. What are you doing? What are you, these like? If 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 my dad sat me down and was like, "All right, let me tell you about this. All right, this time that I went to this matchmaking service." And they did the computer he do, and then turned out <laughs> that I matched really well with this lady. And so then I stole her information, infiltrated her life, and tried to ruin her relationship so that I could get laid. We would be like, man, cool, let's not talk to dad anymore.
1: <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Like, I think my dad kind of sucks.
2: Absolutely. 100%. <laughs> Um, it's in, you know, it's played for laughs. Um, and like, I think we'll get into this a little more later. Um, but like there's this, it, it became this sort of trend in a lot of sitcoms of that era, kind of going t- through the mid 2010s. Um, and even to now, honestly, um, where sitcoms are, you know, are often about characters that are not great people. Mm mm-hmm. Right um and you look at something like community uh community is one of my favorite shows ever and it's a show about a lot of folks who are just not good people but uh, they get their comeuppance or they learn a lesson or if you look at a show like all almost sunny and or always sunny in philadelphia where every character on that show is a scumbag but they always get their comeuppance. They always fail, or even though they don't ever learn a lesson. And Ted Mosby, he's the hero. Yeah,
1: he's the hero,
0: right? Yeah. And that's the difference between this show and like Always Sunny in Philadelphia and, and right uh, all the you know the other shows where people get their comeuppance. Community. They don't try to make you think. That this is, these are good people who deserve these things. They don't try to hide it. It's fairly blatantly obvious that these people suck. In fact, yeah. in the case of Always Sunny in Philadelphia,
2: it is just blatantly said, repeatedly. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah <laughs> like, oh, for sure. With, with community, it's like, you know, okay, we, they, they kind of realize that they suck, and then they try to change and uh, which is like is, is it's it's wonderful and heartwarming and always sunny they don't realize that they suck and they keep failing and it's kind of funny because yeah. it like I don't like watching car- shows about bad people. I don't. Totally. I, no, for I sure. don't. Um and like Always Sunny's hits is it kind of comes all the way around to I do like that show a lot because the people are so cartoonishly bad that Okay, sure, absolutely, yeah, I get it. This is great. Um, how about your mother's characters? Just starting here with Ted. Ted is just kind of like, like there are people in real life who are like that, for sure. Yeah. Like, like go go ahead, go ahead. No. I mean, like, I imagine like I've seen posts on like Twitter and Reddit of folks who are you know using dating apps and like have very stringent qualifications and are just very weird about it. And I'm like, oh God, why are you like this? Why, why are you? Yeah. Why are you so weird? My right. it. Right.
0: My friend's ex-husband, uh, like after they got a divorce, he's like, I'm never gonna date another person unless they're a virgin. I'm like, good luck, sir. Uh, good uh, luck, non-virgin adult what? male. Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> how
3: how very, how very Regency era of them, right?
0: Like it. <laughs> Yeah, so these types of people totally exist. Um,
3: No, for sure they do.
1: And, like, even, like, later when he dates, um... Oh, my God, she was Elliot on Scrubs.
0: Oh, uh, Sarah Uh, Chalk?
1: Yeah, I can't remember the character's name. I can't remember the
0: character's name either, but... Sarah
1: Chalk's character, though. Like, they they date, they almost get married. She realizes, I'm actually, you know, like, through Ted, she kind of realizes, I'm actually in love with, uh... The father of my kid. Right. Um, And so she leaves Ted. Um, And later, uh, when the two characters, like, meet again, she, uh, he, sorry, he meets her uh, husband or fiance, whatever he is to her at that point in the story. And he gets him to break up with her by talking so much shit about her that he goes, oh, huh, Maybe it's not going to work out between us. And she comes to him to say, please, you need to fix this. You are ruining my life. And he goes, oh, am I supposed to feel bad for you? And that's painted as like a heroic thing. Right. When it's actually an immature childish thing that he's doing. Uh,
0: yeah. Like, and that's sort of Ted Mosby's big thing is he behaves like a toddler frequently yeah. Uh, which makes going into all of his romantic endeavors kind of creepy. But that's even more creepy. But, like, the whole show is even creepier when you remember, hey, all the sex he's talking about, he's telling his kids about in, like, oh, detail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the sex of his aunts and uncles. Yeah, he's telling about them in detail. Um, But, yeah. Like, and do we want to get to, like, maybe one of the worst things Ted Mosby did? Um, oh, please, which yeah. Which is... uh. He made Robin get rid of her dogs.
1: Oh, yeah. Robin got rid of her dogs because of Ted. And you know what? There is no more irredeemable evil character in all of media, in my
0: opinion. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He dated her and said, ah, your dogs remind me of your exes. Could you get rid of them? She's like, well, what do you want me to do? Get rid of my dogs? He's like, yeah, I'd like you to get rid of your dogs. And then she did.
1: And then he breaks up with and her. And then he
0: breaks up with her. Ah! <laughs> Our hero, what a everybody. Cool guy. Yeah. Oh
3: my god! See, who doesn't can't... deserve to be thrown into traffic? No. See, I was I was talking about this with Cody before we started today. Uh, it's it's. I'm coming at this from a different perspective because I did not watch How I Met Your Mother from the start. I came in a little bit later on and I can remember like you guys week to week, like, oh my God, did you see the latest How I Met Your Mother? Oh no, don't tell me anything about it. I, I want to watch it for myself. And you guys were so jazzed about it and I didn't know anything about it until later on in the series. And I'm so mad at the series being someone who came in late that I can only imagine how absolutely atrocious yeah. it was for you guys I wasted guys. nine years of my life on this show. yeah, yeah I only yeah. wasted like maybe three or four comparatively to you guys
0: yeah and
2: like you know and
3: Matt got out early
2: yeah <laughs> yeah I I, I I it started losing me I don't know I don't know. are we done talking about how bad Ted is we for can we can start ta- stop talking moment. about Ted <laughs> I mean listen We we haven't even talked about how bad the other characters are either because um, they're all Which terrible. We'll
1: circle back to Ted, by the way. But yeah, go th- on. they're all
2: terrible. Um, but like, I the the show is very guilty of having an ongoing narrative. Like, it's not a serialized show, or it's not it's not like a you know episodes aren't one and done. You right. Know? One episode leads into another, leads into another, leads into another. It's an ongoing storyline. But characters never make any progress. No. They never developed. And if they do develop, then the next season they're back to square one. Yep. Because question mark, question mark, question mark? I don't know.
1: I can tell you why. And I think maybe this might be something to talk a little bit about when, more when we talk about the ending. But, like, I think it's worth pausing to say the creators had an ending in mind... And they had to write the show in service to that ending, and they would not budge from it.
0: Yeah, because they filmed it when the kids were still young so that they could, uh, you know, so that the kids did not age throughout the course of the show. So they had this ending prepared the whole time, Um, which Which means they couldn't evolve. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um
1: (laughs) <laughs> no like if if you can't foresee the fact that your show might go on for nine seasons one, why are you pitching it to me um and two that tells me that you just
3: aren't a good adaptable writer.
0: right right.
3: That's kind of like the fact that like person other, other shit person in the world, uh, JK Rowling wrote the ending of Harry Potter back when she wrote the very first book, locked it in a safe and then after she had written seven books worth of development and changes she opened it up and she put the original ending in without any editing to it
2: yeah wow it's
3: a it's a completely different writing style it is the most ridiculous fan fiction-y ending everybody gets together with who they want originally intended to get together with in the end when the characters the characters grow and that's the thing about this show is that the characters as they were in the beginning changed over the course of nine seasons well they they are not the ones that were there in the ends yeah so
2: well uh, they should have changed
3: and yeah, They I mean, should have changed. They should
2: have changed. They, they just weren't allowed to,
0: right? And, and we'll get in and, more and into some, that at the end. But in for some
3: sure. cases, they did change. Oh, and I mean, all the way up to. I mean, we'll get we'll get to the last season eventually. No, but hold
2: on, uh, I gotta stop you. They change, yeah. and then they're set back. Barney. Exactly Barney it. is like the prime example. Barney is a fucking cartoon character at the beginning, and a a cartoon like. And by cartoon, I mean, like, mustache-twirling character who is preying on women. And then eventually becomes Goofy, Goofy Goober. He's also still, like, a sex pest, but it's kind of, like, almost... I I don't even know what to compare it to. Like, Pepe Le Pew levels. Right. (laughs) Right? He's still a fucking cartoon. Um and then like in season 4. This is this is this is what causes me to tap out of this show. It's like 4 or 5. He decides that he wants to be better. And he makes this declaration that he wants to be better. And for Robin, the, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then and he wants to be with Robin and like it makes sense for both characters, both characters kind of develop along this path. Barney wants to be better. And then the next season it's like a couple episodes in, they just nix that shit, and he's back to being oh, it's looks creepy, fucking Barney, and like Jesus Christ, it's so insufferable. Yeah, yeah. it's so like you, ex- it, it's insulting. It's mm-hmm. insulting. A- hey, y'all, I know you're here for the comedy podcast. I'm suddenly angry about this show. I don't know <laughs> if you can tell. It wasted so much time. It wastes it, it 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 wastes so much of your time because like you expect these changes to matter and nothing matters nothing the show does matters the journey of any of these characters other than Ted and even then none of their journeys matter like Ted's the only one that does matter and even then like he doesn't make any progress
1: no no absolutely Ted's, Ted's not. the
2: only one that really never changes yeah all the rest of, all the rest of them are go through changes and then immediately have them revoked
1: yep
2: yeah
0: and like like uh let's talk about marshall and lily first because i think sure. they are the some of the better characters in the show in terms of for a while being being decent people for the most part uh though lily is judgmental and manipulative um marshall's mostly okay aside from his quest to assault barney as much as
2: possible uh I mean, he. But see, Marshall is also someone who is all talk, yeah, no action. He's someone who has highfalutin ideals and never backs them up. I want to be an environmental lawyer, and then he just doesn't for a couple seasons. Then eventually, he does it it doesn't matter. It never factors into anything. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Does he keep that job to the end? I don't fucking know. I th- I believe um, so.
0: No. But it, it, it doesn't <laughs> cool. there's no importance to it. I
3: mean it. he he does, but he become he gives it up eventually and he progresses further. That's yeah,
0: true. Don't, they, don't yeah. they just like
2: leave at one point?
0: Lily does. Lily goes yeah. to San Francisco, which she calls San Fran. Uh,
1: nobody calls it that here by the way she, Nobody yeah. fucking calls it that
0: yeah she said "Ah, oh, the locals call it san fran uh, they
1: don't and after nope.
0: that 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 exact same thing and that exact same tone of anger was what nikki said to me the day after that episode aired. <laughs> <laughs> we we don't
1: we do not call it san fran we do not call it frisco get out of here yeah
0: um so, yeah, there was like a very brief period uh, that was supposed to be like a rocky spot in Marshall and Lily's uh, marriage where she goes to San Fran, uh, Cisco. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Nice
3: recovery. Nice recovery. <laughs> um,
0: but that's pretty much it. And they don't really evolve a whole lot, uh, they, they sort of stay the same, they don't really have much change in general they're just the married couple uh, jason siegel who plays uh, marshall did not want to be on the show anymore toward the end um with the last like three or four years uh he just kind of thought it was stupid uh, sitcom shit uh and he wasn't wrong eh, well <laughs> yeah <laughs> he wasn't wrong though i never really got the feeling that he didn't want to be there anymore he's still you know was there. with I
1: mean, they were paying him to pretend yeah. to want to be there. So. Right. <laughs> uh,
0: so there's those two characters and Robin
2: is largely fine. Um, uh, no, no. I have lots of problems with Robin. Okay, let's go over your problems yeah. with Robin. Because Robin suffers from like the Elliot Britta syndrome, which is she is a smart and capable character who is consistently made to be more and more dumb as the series goes on. Well, that's true. Yeah. They continually make her stupider. And, like, some of it's, you know, just so that people have stuff to make fun of her about because she's the kind of the straight woman of the group, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. Um, at first at least. But then, like, you know, after you get, you know, let's go to the mall and goofy stuff like that, like, she kind of just becomes real dumb. (laughs) And like it sucks, it sucks.
1: It it does because like she had really cool ambitions, right? Yeah. And like she was painted as this person who wanted to be this worldly journalist, which is a is a job that requires you know a modicum of intelligence, right? Um, and it just to kind of watch her go from this like super independent, really um, ambitious. Uh, intellectual person, to and I mean not that she was like hoity-toity ever, but like you know she had wits and she was she was smart. Um, and to kind of go from that to this funhouse mirror version of herself, yes, kind kind of sucked.
2: And like again, this is this is this is how sitcoms work when they go on for a long time. Characters become their their flaws and their smaller character traits become more embellished you know yeah they become more magnified Mm -hmm. but like i don't think that she was dumb at first
1: she wasn't no i don't think so
2: yeah i don't think she's a a character who is like is is meant to be so damn stupid (laughs) um but like i don't know she's she's definitely played as like you know the the uh, I don't know, the, the the target of a lot of the groups like bullying, quote unquote,
1: mm-hmm. you
2: know, and I don't know. I didn't I didn't like that turn for her character. I thought that character deserved better. Um, it also kind of coincides with the whole Barney thing that made me upset earlier. And I it, it, it just shows that characters can either have development or if they do have development, it's it's like that's that's a that's a retroactive development it's like she's going backwards.
1: No, for sure, and like, there the show back in the in the day when it was like actively airing received a lot of criticism for, um, you know, her character was never one that wanted children, and so what did they do with that? They gave her an episode where she found out that she can't have children, right. and she spends the whole episode, you know, talking to children that she never had and being, um, you know, understandably to a degree upset that you know she received this news. Um, But it wasn't handled, like, really well. A lot of people um, back then really criticized, like, hey, this maybe isn't how you handle this type of topic. Yeah. Um, And then, especially after that, it was just kind of like, the gloves were off with, like, regard to um, her reverse development or just the focusing on some of the um, not-so-great, aspects of her character yeah and it just it it it, i agree it does suck to see
0: yeah and i think that leads us to the the most problematic character in the show uh we we've talked about him for a moment but uh barney uh character whose entire purpose in life is to trick women into sleeping with him um and uh, to the point where he has a playbook Uh, That he uh, puts all of the ways that he tricks women into having sex with him. Uh, Some being just downright malicious. Some borderline, if not actual assault. Um, And he is a character you're supposed to fucking root for. And um, he, I don't know, man. I I think he is. (sighs) Neil Patrick Harris did a good job playing him. Sure, uh, but like, fuck, dude, like he's a pr- he's a problematic person uh, in many ways. Yeah. No, he
3: he for sure is. Um, and I I also think that his friends are problematic for being his friends, and yeah. not calling him out on his shit more. Like they just sit back and and watch and oftentimes get amusement from watching him do these horrible things to trick women into sleeping with him.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. they just yeah. kind of roll their eyes like, oh, this is well, Barney. Or, or worst case, they help him. Um, right,
1: or in the case of Ted Mosby, he goes, you know what? That, I'm going to do that. Yeah,
0: yeah I want to be and
1: just like that. he, mm-hmm. you know, the, again, the show tries really hard to paint him as a hero, but, like, he does take a lot of Barney's behavior and, like kind of imitates it and like Barney even calls him out on it during the show like and it's it's to to Barney's credit he did try to help uh get Marshall and Lily back together because he secretly flew out to San Francisco and was like hey get your head out of your ass um but like that's pretty much like the only really good thing he did huh yeah
0: (laughs) Yeah, And like, you know, it it shows in many points that he cares about his his friends and he's willing to help them. But like for the most part, like his his main goal in life is just to continue to make more money and to trick people into sleeping with him. And like, um, you know, there was even one point where Robin said, well, if the women are dumb enough to fall for this, that's on them. And um, woof. Yeah, that's, that's one, a bad thing to say. And two, you probably shouldn't have like her say it like,
1: yeah, well, you know, that just, you know, she's the quirky, you know, tomboy of the group. So of course she would say it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I guess so. Uh,
2: I, I like, here. here's what kind of, and like, far be it from me to be a beacon of morality. um, And it is not a sitcom's job to like, you know, I, I don't know, speak speak truth to power or whatever. But like how many people saw Barney? Like, Barney's the breakout character of the show. Yeah. yeah. He's, the, For he's sure. He's, he's I mean like by far he's at least the funniest character as far as like one liners, you know? Mm-hmm. And so like sure. He's gonna be the most endearing character, and like who, who you know, people were saying you know suit up around that time you know like he's quotable. Um, there was a published version of the playbook. Oh, know. I forgot yeah. about that, but yeah, yeah, I
1: remember listening to the audio version of that playbook. And 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 it's, and it's
2: basically just a bunch of things, a bunch of lies to tell women. Right. There was um, also the bro code, which no, yes. no, that
1: was what I listened to. Sorry. Yeah.
2: Yeah. There were two books. Um. And like at the end of the day, like again, once again, you know, it he's 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 played as a cartoon character. I get it, but like, there's real people out there like this.
0: Oh, for sure.
2: And I don't want I don't want to root for them. Right. I don't. I can't. I can't root for these people. These people are the are politicians now. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> like these, these people are are running, you know, tech companies in Silicon Valley. Like, and I I don't like these human beings, and I don't I don't like Barney.
0: Yeah, so, and like I did watching the show, I did like Barney. I he's, wanted he's, Barney he's and Robin, because Robin together. Because Neil Patrick
2: Harris is likable. Yeah. yeah, because no, Neil Patrick Harris he, is likable, and because his character is well written, and by well written, I mean funnily written. Yeah, sure. for sure. It's snappy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, he, no, go ahead. What are you gonna say? He's got snappy dialogue. That's he what does. he brings, and he, yeah. he's a, and he's there. a cartoon character for you to point and laugh at, and that distracts you from the fact that what he's doing is like horrible. And and like I hate to bring up the same comparison, right? But look at like Barney succeeds where Ted fails in a lot of ways. If you look at that same uh, It's Always Sunny comparison, right? Like, again, the Always Sunny characters get their comeuppance. Or they are they are abject failures. And Barney often does get his comeuppance at the very least.
0: No, so that's sure true. he man. does.
2: Um, but that being said, the things he does are actually like ten times worse than what Ted does. And so, like, the yep. comeuppance doesn't really matter that much. He should be in jail. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. Yeah um yeah dude
0: and those are pretty much the the main characters uh and why they suck um but we have like this whole journey of the show leading to do we want to just go ahead and start talking about the the final couple seasons uh and how how it makes a, a pretty substantial turn sure so like we have two main plot points going through the last two seasons that are very, very important. Um, one of which is Ted finally does meet the mother of his children. And once he meets the mother, then we have about a season or, or so of him um, trying to, you know, woo her and, and uh, marry her. And, and, the mother's actually, I like the character of the mother. I thought she the was. The mother
3: is great. Yeah,
0: she was funny. She was charming. Um, uh, she was a talented musician. Um, uh, she was played very well by Christine Miloti, Um She was not a criminal. She was not a criminal. She was a legitimately
2: good person. Oh, weird! It's weird that she was likable compared to the rest of the cast, right? <laughs> what is she? What is man? How does she stand out differently? Ah oh, god, I just I'm trying to put my finger on it. If I if I just like <laughs> put her on one side and all the other characters in solitary confinement like um <laughs> gosh, what is the difference between them? I don't know. I don't know. I don't
0: know. Yeah, I think it's the good person factor. Um And yeah, she's great. She's uh so like we can get into the the reason that she comes into the the team a little bit later but um mostly i just want to say like they built her up they make her a likable character they make you like her more than almost anyone in the show uh she's more interesting throughout that last season and then the finale happens um and do we want to talk about the finale now, or do we want to talk about the other stuff and come back to it?
2: No, let's just do it. Let's
0: yeah. do it now. Like, I, th-
1: I think it all just kind of leads to this fucking terrible Fucking peel place. the
0: band-aid, baby. Yeah, it all leads to this terrible finale, and one part of the terrible finale is the mom that we have been leading to this whole time that has been in the series for a season
2: dies. Hell yeah. yeah. she yeah, they, they kill they her kill off.
3: Her. And and not only do they kill her off but they kill her off in like like three sentences yeah and one sequence where she's in a hospital bed and you don't she doesn't even have any dialogue she's just in a hospital bed the voiceover is going and then she's just gone and that's it
2: yeah she dies even, she, she dies of undisclosed illness and sometime like 2024 before she before Ted is even talking to the kids yeah yeah, yeah. she's been dead guess, this whole time yeah she's been dead the whole time because which their future I is guess 2030 which makes a little sense because hey let me tell my kids about how much of a rat bastard I was right? <laughs> they can't yeah. tell mom yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> because because if my dad was talking about all the fucking horrible monstrous shit he was uh, that Ted was doing, I'd be like, I'd, I'm like, I have to call mom immediately. She knows. Yeah. Does she know?
3: Hey, yeah, kids, right. Let me let me tell you a 16th story about how I banged somebody, and then on I on the on the road to finding your mom. On the road to finding your mom. Mom,
2: like, dad is talking about getting his dick wet again. He keeps saying that phrase too. <laughs> I hate. Hate it, and I hate yeah, it dad. Makes me very and I would like people. to go with you. Yes, I know you're dead, <laughs> well, mom. He keeps like telling me you.
0: about all these times that uh, Uncle Barney sexually assaulted women, and I am I supposed to want to hang out with Uncle Barney again? Like I don't understand. Um, yeah, yeah, and like yeah. So they kill her off because. They had to get to the ending. They always wanted. Well, do we want to do that? Yeah. Well, well no. I mean,
1: we... we we want to talk about it, but I think it's really important to talk about
3: what the entire season
1: before sure. was about. Oh, yeah.
0: Why not? Yeah, 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 yeah. let's Fuck do me. that. So let's get to so that. Put,
3: put a pin in the in the grand finale. We'll
0: come back.
2: Put in the dead mom. Yeah. yeah. Put, a
0: yeah. Dead yeah. Mom. <laughs> put a pin in the dead mom. Put a pin in the dead mom. Uh, and let's talk about what that entire last season was because we talked about how Barney and Robin got together and then they broke up within like a few episodes of the next season and everything went back to normal. Well, in the second to last season, Barney realizes he's still in love with uh, Robin and decides he wants to marry her. And the entire last season is their wedding and how Barney has changed and matured and how, uh, how Ted has matured to somewhat because he has decided to let Robin go, who he always seemed to keep going back to. Um, And uh, so it's, it's really the story of their wedding and that's how the mother comes in because the mother is the musician hired for the wedding. Barney evolves. He gets rid of his playbook uh, ceremoniously and uh, he gets rid of his backup playbook, and he wants to just be the best boyfriend and best husband in the world to Robin. And uh, do we have anything to say about uh, about that journey?
3: Okay. I, I I I do. Okay, because of all, like I watch it often on. Uh, leading up to it, I watched all of the last season because by then. I was not only emotionally invested in meeting the mother because the mother had come up and she was such a likable character. I was emotionally invested in Barney and Robin succeeding. Same. And the, the whole last season takes place over the span of I think three days. Yeah. Is yes. The whole last it's twenty-two season. episodes like, of the three days leading up to the wedding. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday is the wedding. And they pour so much attention over the course of this three-day span that shows you, like, these two are it. These two are the ones. They are meant to be together on both sides for both couples. They spend 22 episodes emotionally investing you in these two couples succeeding and getting through.
0: For sure. Yeah. I was there. And the
3: last episode. And then the last episode happened. Like the
0: second to last episode, Barney and Robin successfully get married and it's very, very happy and it's great. Then there's the last episode <sighs> where in the first five minutes, the marriage ends in divorce. And Barney yep. goes back to being the same way he always was.
1: Yep. Well, until he has a daughter.
0: Until he has a daughter.
1: Which is the most insulting fucking thing in the world, because it is just that stupid trope that women are not worthy of men's respect unless that man create had a hand in creating her.
0: Right, he uh, the, the the daughter was supposed to be the first, according to the creators, the first. Person he ever truly loved.
1: Truly. Fuck that. Like, God, I want to like, I, I I want to throw something that makes me so angry.
2: There, there's this weird sickness this weird, like brain sickness. And like, listen, I I think having kids is awesome. I think if you, if you're going to be a parent, Hey, uh, you know, maybe some of us here might be parents someday. Maybe you listening. Maybe you're a parent. I think kids are great. You know what? That's awesome. Um, to use kids as a device to write off someone's like ill doings that sucks yeah, yeah. dude it's yeah. real bad and like it kind of goes with this whole like the whole reason we can are supposed to forgive all of the bad things these people do i think i figured it out i think i figured out why the writers think we're okay with rooting for five bad people. And the reason is the the power of friendship always wins in the end. Yeah. They're good friends to each other. They're there for each other. They are they're they they give passionate sitcom speeches to each other. They treat each other well for the most part other than when they're bullying Robin or Barney is being a shitbag to everybody or Marshall is hitting Barney very viciously um but other than that like they they're they're good friends to one another and like that's supposed to make things okay but like sorry to coin a twitter phrase but we live in a society and <laughs> like so do they and they affect everyone else around them and there are more characters in this world than them um and i don't know it's just Boy, it's a bunch of garbage. Boy, it's a bunch of garbage. Absolutely.
0: Fuck Barney. Yeah, dude. Barney's journey is maybe the most... It's one of the saddest parts of the promise of the show not being fulfilled. Is mm-hmm. Is just like, he became a decent person... And immediately reversed so it. Much. Like, there's yeah. an entire season wanting to get to his fucking wedding, and it happens, and you get it, and then they take it away immediately. And, uh... It
1: goes back to what Matt was saying before, about how, like, they spilled up all these lessons, and then...
0: Right, and then, like, right. You know,
3: they take it away. Right. And, I mean, I feel like, looking back now, I could have lived with... Robin and Barney not ending up together in the long run. As long as they took more time to show you them drift apart or something. But the, like, it literally is like five minutes into the episode. Oh yeah. They divorced off screen after this. Like yeah. show, show, don't tell is one of like the biggest things that you, that you, you should do is show me, make me believe that they do don't belong together after you just showed me 22 episodes where you're trying to tell me that they do belong together. And
0: don't do it in don't a montage. Tell... Like,
3: <laughs> yeah. And yeah, for the love of God.
0: Yeah. So like,
3: I, I, I could have lived with the idea of, okay, maybe they, they didn't end up together in the end, but one show it to me. Don't tell me that uh, about this. And two don't revert him back to the way he was before. Let them be amicable. and also the fact that once they broke up, Robin just like pissed off.
0: Yeah, she was gone for like, like the majority of the last gone. episode.
3: <laughs> like she was like, oh yeah, we divorced, and then like Robin just like left the friend group.
0: Yeah, I, I think she the went. The only to... thing
3: holding there there was was a romantic interest right. with one of the other people in the friends group.
0: She went. I, I believe she went on to be a journalist in another city or something. I, I she forget Argentina. Argentina. Yeah, Argentina, yeah. Um, but like. Yeah, so there was that whole thing with with Barney and Robin and that fucking sucked. But then there was Ted meeting the mother and then the mother dies and it's very sad and he then talks to his children and mm-hmm, said, mm-hmm. "And that's how I met your mother." And then his children say, "Bullshit." And they uh and basically said, "Okay, dad." We heroes of the show
2: for saying that by the way
0: right exactly but the problem is they went on to then say we know that you love aunt robin we've listened to this whole story you're in love with aunt robin and you never stopped loving aunt robin go to her so he does and then he with the blue french with the horn blue french And holds it up, and she looks out of her uh, apartment window after having come back from Argentina, looks down on him and smiles, and the first person he dated in the show is the person he ends up with, and the mother didn't really matter.
3: (laughs) Yeah. The mother, and the thing, and someone pointed this out when it happened, was like, basically the mother was a long-term surrogate. Because of the fact that they wrote into the series that Robin did not want children and then could not have children and suddenly she wanted them again, but they wrote it in. She can't have children. That's a good point. So who is the mother? The mother is a surrogate to become the stepmother to to his children so that she could have kids. Yeah. Yeah, and the mother was really like a stepping stone,
1: right. yeah, yeah. To, to get to get to Robin. A- as and we the show s- should have been called, "How I Settled for Your Mother." Right. That is <laughs> that is what the show is. It is
0: not "How I Met Your Mother." It is "How I Settled for Your Mother," and uh, and that is like, uh, normally when there is a, a bad sequel to a show or, or to a, a movie or a bad final episode. That doesn't undo the stuff that came before it. That stuff still exists. You can still go watch it. It's still fine. But the last episode of How I Met Your Mother colors every episode before it as, one, pointless, and two, just a road to Ted settling for a mom to end up with a person he wanted to be with anyway.
2: Yeah, it's really strange that, you know, I never really, like... The, it's the, the flashback format, I I guess at the beginning of this podcast, I said the show didn't have a gimmick, but it definitely does. Yeah. Right. The gimmick is that, you know, you're, you were telling the story that has already happened and we know that it results in him meeting a mother and fathering two children. Um, but like the ending is a real fucking bait and switch. It sure is. And to go eight years for a bait and switch really sucks. Yeah. Um, And is super insulting to your fan base. And, like, yep. like, Cody, you're talking about the idea of, you know, normally if a show goes bad, right, as shows often do, you can sure. still go back to the earlier seasons and be like, okay, it's still fine, right? Yeah. Like, I think the classic example is probably The Simpsons or something, you know, where it's been going on, what, 30 years, and people yeah. are like, yeah, the first eight are the good ones. And yeah. those, those seasons are still the good ones. Yeah. You know, nothing has tarnished those. You know, or or another sitcom that a lot of us like, Scrubs. You yeah. Know? Like you look at the last season nine, um, and there was a ninth season. Yeah, I know. It was a. <laughs> it was essentially <laughs> yeah, a completely different show. <laughs> yeah, and but like still, that you know you can ignore that and just go watch the stuff you like. But mm-hmm. this one, the journey is such a part of it. Yep. And the destination of that journey being so <sighs> grown worthy, yeah. yeah, like like almost you know, I guess perhaps appropriately for the show, like a slap in the face. For sure, yeah. yeah. Um, it's uh, it just it just makes the rest of the show bad. Yeah, I, I never I, want to watch this show ever again. No.
1: Oh, absolutely. I'm I completely agree with you.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Ever, 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 ever. And I think that... like... No, go ahead. That finale is so bad that they had to release an alternate ending. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Right. And from what I understand,
0: the ending was just, it ended after, and that's how I met your mother. Yeah. Yeah.
3: That's literally it.
0: Yeah. Nothing else changed. They just ended it sooner. Which, Uh admittedly, does make it a better ending. Oh, for sure. For sure it does. Um, But... And it doesn't make the show How I Settled for Your Mother. Right. But... Uh, still, <laughs> I mean, come on, that's just a, that's not even that's not a different ending. That's someone edited differently, right? But I,
1: but I still would have preferred it over the shit show. Oh, I absolutely,
0: thought. yeah. That last scene fucking ruins everything. It ruins eight years before it that were already you know admittedly being tarnished, but it actually makes his entire journey just fucking shit. So
2: yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. So, uh, your comedy podcast has now been angry for an hour. <laughs> we, we got that out of
2: our system. We never have to talk about this show ever
0: again. Yeah, it's done. <sighs> it's done. Back, back yeah, we, to the we, laughs.
3: Making peace.
0: Yep, yep. We've, uh, we've, we've screamed and yelled and back to, you know, blue humor and farts next week. It's fine. Yeah. Right. So, this has been uh, Stuff Weekly, um, and this has also been the reason why How I Met Your Mother sucks, and you shouldn't watch it, if you haven't already. If your
1: favorite show is How I Met Your Mother, <laughs>
0: you can so do your better. favorite
1: show sucks. Yep. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, I'm Cody Coleman. With me, as always, Nikki Wright, Matt Crua, and Amber Lee. Until next time, man, watch a better show. So
2: this... Is that episode it was legend legend wait for it dairy right yeah
3: you guys want to go watch uh how i met your father
2: no oh,